Hey gang, it's Jesse just up front. So turns out during this episode, uh, my webcam was my auto device input for my voice. I don't know. So my audio quality isn't what it usually is. My bad. But um, yeah, we didn't know until after we're done filming. So, <laughs> you know, we can't redo an episode. It doesn't have the same pizzazz. So just, you know, bear with me and I'll see y'all next episode with improved quality. I promise. Today's episode is brought to you by Tushy. Tushy's going to take care of your butt. Also today, we're brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies is going to take care of your butt. Oh, <laughs> that's it. We'll see you at the show. Let's jump in this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dog. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Hello there, everybody. Welcome to starting episode of Cox and Crendor in the morning. Hey, hello there, everybody. Welcome, Cox Crendor in the morning. Hello there. Hello there is a weird. Hello there. Well, hello, how are you? How was your week? What's going on? Alright, so you became a robot, but like, not a functioning one. That sounds about right. Hello uh, there. I mean, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, just uh, living, living, living. Sounds so exciting. <laughs> sounds like your every day for you is an adventure. Well, it's getting colder and darker now, so it's you know it's starting to get a little hibernation weather. But that ain't stopping me from you know going to the gym, still doing my cardio, still doing my weights. Does it? Uh, does does the early darkness? The early darkness. What are we, the early darkness? Does that affect your uh, day to day? Are you? Kind of like down by 6 p.m. <laughs> like, I guess, I don't know. Do you even see the sun anymore? What is your schedule like? Yeah. I mean, I wake up at uh, probably around noon. So you get a good... Are you? Are, do you not feel effects from only getting four, five hours of sun a day? Uh, I mean, not really. I mean, that's like all I need. Do you not have seasonal depression? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I kind of like... I kind of like when it gets colder. I don't like when it gets like cold, cold. Like when it gets into like the the teens, maybe like the low twenties. But like you know, forty degrees, it's like nothing. Do you not want to just stay in bed all day? No, I wake up. I'm like, dude, all right, let's go get this day rolling. So I get up, get my coffee, you know, eat my oatmeal, and I'm like, all right, gotta go to the gym. Uh, gotta get this done. Gotta do this thing, and then later I'll make a video. Later I'll stream, and then you know, get out, you know, get some sun. I only I need like, know. you know, like an hour. Maybe I don't know hour. how you do it. I can't what? figure out how you pull it off. I, <laughs> honest to God, I will, if it's 50 degrees outside, I'll just be like, oh, what if I just like, oh, stay in bed all day today? <laughs> That'd be great. 50? Fi- you know, 50. 50 or less. Because it's so hot here all the time. When the temperature drops... Or if it rains, oh my god. I'm like, what if I didn't do anything? Oh my god. My when whole it's body like, is like just in hibernation uh, mode now. When it gets, I'd say 55 degrees with rain, that's my most energized weather I get. Like I wake up 
I'm like, dude, it's like 55. It's raining. I like look outside, I'm like, yeah. And then I like, you know, I go out. I want to go to the gym. You know, I like look out at the rain while I'm working out. So what else have you been doing besides making me fear cold weather? <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, let's see. Well, I'll even like go walking outside. Like even if it's like fifties and raining, as long as there's not like a downpour, I'll go walking. I love it. Um, and so you know, it was uh, it was, it was like high forties the other day. The old, okay, the bad part is the wind. If it's windy, okay, that's gonna be like a. I don't want to go out in that. But no wind, uh, easy. I can go out in like thirties, no wind. Uh, in well, fact, I was wearing yeah, like is the wind uh, chill though, right? Yeah, you get the windshield. That's a that's a no go. But like, even when I go to the gym, like uh, you know, I'm wearing short sleeves. You know, and then especially, oh my god, when you're done working out and you go out there, it's like your blood's pumping, like you're just feeling it, like everything's like, and so like you know, people might be walking in coats. I'm just walking out short sleeves, and it's just like, yeah, it just feels good. I love that feel. I I haven't been that way for years. The last time I did the old, sh- like, white dude in shorts in the snow thing was 2003. So, <laughs> I have not lived that life for some time. Well, and, uh, I don't wear shorts. Tell you. I still wear sweatpants. Ah, but you have short sleeves on. They have short sleeves on, yeah. Understood. Okay. Yeah. No, it's sweatpants season. No doubter. Honestly, uh, I'm either wearing shorts in the summer or sweatpants. Literally just for... The entirety of winter. Maybe a little fall in there. Maybe even a little early spring. Um, so, you know, that's just that's what I do. I like it. My thing is I don't like sweating. So I'd rather be cold than sweat. Because sweating just makes you more cold. I I, I do agree. Oh, there's sometimes, like... No, I agree. No, never mind. Sweating always sucks. It's never, <laughs> it's never like, cool. Uh, although I guess it's a natural body function that does cool you off, so it is pretty cool. It is pretty cool, literally. Uh, but only when it's, like, hot. Uh, you know, once it gets colder, I'm like, nah. But if it's, like, super cold or there's wind or whatever, then I'll put a coat on or something or wear, like, a hoodie. Uh, but let's see. I wrote down, uh, I wrote down two things that I heard while walking outside. Uh, one was, uh, Target. There's a woman... That was walking out of Target, and she said, and I quote, I put nothing up. No Christmas, no Halloween, no nothing. She sounds like a woman after my own heart, if anything. (laughs) I put nothing up. Yeah, but I feel like you gotta put something up. I put nothing up. Why? No Christmas, no (laughs) Halloween, no nothing. Why do you choose to put nothing up? Uh, Because that means I have to store stuff. You know, like I don't oh, have any kids true. I have to appease. I don't have like a, a spouse who's like, "Hey, what if we crochet a thing?" Like I don't have any of that. <laughs> I have no need. I do have some things from when I was a child that uh, are Christmas related that could go on a tree if I wanted to. Years ago, some of the uh, old Coxcon gang made me an ornament that I actually it's several little tiny ornaments that I I still keep. Because uh, that was very sweet, but everything else, I, I have like I have one stocking, and in and it's a fan made me a Jesse stocking, and in that <laughs> stocking, everything else is stored, and that's all I have, and uh, I don't even hang it. I just like keep it in storage just because it exists, and I love it. Uh, <laughs> but I have no need to like put up a tree. I I did that a few years back, and I was like, why'd I do this? 
Who is this for? <laughs> it's not for me. I. What the hell do I care? Um, you know, and uh, uh, at the office, no one here cares. What? Uh, bring a tree, and then it's like, all right, cool. Welcome to the office. Get to work. You know, like that's yeah, dumb. <laughs> so I got. You know, there's no one I have to please with holiday stuff. And I'm. You know, everyone else can can hang mistletoes and wreaths and trees and pumpkins and skeletons and shit. And I'll just like. That sounds like a crazy holiday. <laughs> Pumpkins and skeleton and trees and reeds. It's the uh, nightmare, it's the nightmare before, before Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, hey, yeah, 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 Jinx. Hey, and uh, uh, I don't know. I just don't see the need for it. I mean, at least in my it. life, in your life, it probably would be lovely. Yeah, well, it's not like it's a need for it. I mean, for me, I just think it's fun to like. You know, mix things up, and you like get a little, get a little festive. You get like a different environment. You get like the lights from the tree, and the uh, you know you put like some other lights all around. Gives you a little atmosphere. I mean, so I'm you all about keep lights all year, which means I have to have a closet space designed for the lights that I need for the tree. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> but it's like the, it's the atmosphere, it's the environment. Nah, I'm all right. <laughs> I feel like I'm much more affected by my surroundings and environment stuff than you are well you have an environment and surroundings i have <laughs> one one temperature all year long That's everything true. looks the same and never changes <laughs> i don't need i'm like fine i don't need to be reminded of the winter chill i feel like that would give me seasonal depression so you're just stuck in the one warm season it's like you got hot and less hot well at night it gets chilly so that's like pretty cold it's not like cold, cold. It's like, ooh, it's a little brisk out. Maybe I'll put on my windbreaker. Like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I love that. <laughs> it limits no. the space, the stuff I have to have in my closet. I'm, you know, I'm coming to Chicago for our live show December twelfth. That is and, true. And uh, I, uh, yeah, I was like, boy, do I, do I even have a heavy coat? And I do. I have one, and it's been in my closet, and I've worn it <laughs> once in the last three years. And so I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> um what about like just your environment in general like does that do you feel your mood change by like if your environment's cluttered or stuff yes the more cluttered it is the more stuff the the more stressed out i become all right that does add up That's, oh uh, i i very much have that problem where like if there's too if i go to a place that is too much stuff or is like um i've definitely dated a few people that they like Live in a messy sort, we'll say, and it is like overwhelming for me. I actively feel ill being around like piles of they're just. I'm gonna. I'm sure it's lovely things that mean a lot to them, but to me, I'm like that's trash. That's trash. You're just keeping. You're storing trash in your home. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, why do you have 18 issues of Reader's Digest from 1984? What is the purpose? Never know when you might need them. That's, yeah, and I was like, no, those gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I finally started uh, doing like organizing and cleaning. It's like it even bothers me if there's like boxes of stuff, and I'm just like, I don't mind if there's a box of stuff as long as I know what's in it. I'm like, okay, that box has like these things. Like, there's a box that had, like batteries, but also had, like a bunch of like tools and like nails and like screws and shit in it. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go through this box. And then I just literally made it the battery box. I'm like, this can be batteries, and I'll just put the tools in like another thing and then throw the other shit out. And that's what I did. And I was like, dude, this feels great. I wonder if there's a lesson to be learned there for keeping like there's a there's probably like a balance. You know what I mean? 
like of yeah. keeping things and getting rid of stuff. Mm. I do not have that. I'm like, do I use this at all? Have I used this in the last year? No? All right, I'm getting rid of it. Even if it's something that, like, maybe in the future I'll probably need. I'm like, no, no, I don't. I, I'll use my hands. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what if I get rid of stuff? This picture you trying to put a, like, nail in the wall. You're like, oh, I'll use my hands. You're just like, like, form a hammer with your fist. You're just like, eh. Yeah. I mean, well, eh. I do have, I do have a hammer. I'm not dumb. Like, I have a hammer. I have that drawer. And, you know, the drawer in the kitchen that's filled with all the, the things drawer, you need to, like, yeah. nail stuff. Um, mm. And I have a drill. I have things that I would need if I needed to move from my apartment. I'm not, when I move, I'm not moving with like a crew. I'm not, I don't have a family that, it's me. It is literally just me. And so I have to do all of it. And let me tell you, moving by yourself is bullshit. It sucks. So rather than be like, hey friends, do you want to help, come help me move? I'm not going to do that. I'm never going to do that. Because that's how then they're like, you want to help me move? And I, I will tell them no. So it's unfair. So I don't want anyone to help me. So I'm just by myself. I don't want to bring my parents along. I love my parents, but oh my God. The idea of moving with them seems like the worst day I can imagine. It would be so stressful. And my parents, I guarantee they're listening right now. And they'll be like, but Jesse... It would be like, imagine, mom, dad, imagine if you had to move with your mom and dad, what that would be like. Terrible. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it's, you know, it's nothing against parents. It's just, that's what it is. And so I'll just do it myself. But I've realized the more I do it myself, the more I'm just like, oh boy, I have a lot of stuff. And a lot of the stuff I don't use or need, it just sits on a shelf and looks at me. And I feel like I need it but like i don't so why the hell am i lugging 18 boxes of trash from one apartment to another when i can just get rid of it and now holidays are the same thing holidays fit in the same category do i need that holiday not really it's out it's gone <laughs> <laughs> this holiday has been removed from my life you're like the classy grinch yeah yeah it's not that i don't like holidays i love a good holiday in fact i love celebrating holidays do I personally want to be responsible for the celebration of it? No. I'll show up to your celebration. I'll be like, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Oh, a lovely Halloween or Fourth of July or St. Patrick's Day or whatever to you. But do I, I invite you over to my house to celebrate? Hell no. That's why if I marry someone who is like, oh, well, I'm into that. Fine. You can handle that shit. I'll be over here not handling it. If you need my help, I'll gladly help. But I don't want to be responsible. You tell me what needs to get done, I'll do it. But I'm not going to be like, and here's my plan. We make little cupcakes, and on the top, it's the icing is green. St. Patrick's Day. But also, in the winter, we can make a little tree out of it. It's for Christmas, too. Nah, hell no. I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> Just tell me, just tell me what to ice. Just point me in the right. I've, I've learned I'm a much better follower. Just tell me what you need to get done and I'll do it. Jesse Cox, follower. It's true. I went to, so uh, on Friday night, I got invited to uh, this event in LA for the show Arcane, which is on mm -hmm. Netflix. It's a the League, League of Legends show. One. Yep. It is uh, way better than it has any right to be based on League. It's very, very good. <laughs> and true. so I'm like in love with the show. I got invited to go to this thing that is Secret Cinema. And I don't know if you know what Secret Cinema is. It's a um, kind of like a cooler, more immersive version of a Renaissance Fair. 
Oh. That only lasts two to three hours, which is great. <laughs> and um, and they do it all over the place. They've they've done it for. Uh, oh my god, they're doing one right now for Ghostbusters. They used they did one for Stranger Things. I know in London they did one for Moulin Rouge. They like you know it's basically you go there assigned as a character, and then you that night are that character in that world, and you do little objectives and things, right? And so it's. Mm. Uh, in this case, I went to this this event, and uh, it was like, okay, you can either be a cop or you can be a gang member from the Undercity. And I was like, oh, I'm a gang member. Let's go. And, of course, it was, like, really immersive and very cool. And it's like, it's like you're underground in this sort of, like, dank uh, city beneath the, the, the streets kind of vibe. And... Um, all the different characters from Arcane are there, and then like other characters that are like gang members and people, and then there are people, you know, like normal idiots like me who are like, oh, this is nice. And it was a lot of media, so there's a lot of people filming with their cameras and stuff, which also I think took a lot out of it because you're not supposed to film at all. But for that night only, you could film. So there was a lot of like moments where two characters would get in a fight, and then instead of people being like, oh, people just pulled out their phones and started videotaping it, which is funny because I was doing the same thing. I'm no dummy, so I started doing it too. Um, but there was drinks and there was uh, little fun events you could get involved with. Anyway, the whole point of this being connected to me being a follower is that when I got there, they assigned me to a to a gang, and my gang was called the Slick Jaws. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh hell yes! And I get there, and the girl who is the leader of my part of the gang, because each gang had like four units, and each unit was competing with each other to see who could get the most shimmer, which is like drugs, you know what I mean? Right. And we had to avoid the police, defeat the other gangs, and whoever won, like, got the favor of Silco, who's like the big boss in town. And uh, so the girl who was in charge of my branch of the Slick Jaws literally looked like 2012 Dodger. (laughs) It was uncanny. And so the entire time... Uh, as our group was forming, she was, like, getting to know everyone's name so that she could, like, give out the order. She's like, what's your special skill? What do you do? She got to me, and she's like, what's your name? I'm like, why should I tell you? She's like, what do you mean why should you tell me? What's your name? You want to be in this gang? And I was like, I don't trust you enough yet. What's your name? And and she was like, I don't need to tell you my name. Who do you... I'm with the Slick Jaws. I'm in charge here. And I was like, well, then i got to give you my name. She's like, fine, I'm calling you Gumby. I was like, all right. And she's like, all right, Gumby, if you want to earn your keep here, you're going to need to distract that guard over there so we can break into this building. And uh, for anyone who's seen Arcane, the the first episode has a break-in, and that's literally what we were doing. We were doing that break-in into, like, a lab with some cool equipment, and uh, there was it was an escape room inside. So once you broke in, you had to solve the escape room, and then, the you know, it, it, I'm not going to spoil it. It was pretty neat. Um, right. But the cop was, like, standing right by it. And she's like, all right, Gumby, distract that cop. Like, fine, I'll do it. I turn around to go distract the cop. And the cop, like, I guess it was his real-life break. I don't know what. He stood up and just left. So I turned back around to her and was like, done. She's like, you're good, Gumby. You're very good. (laughs) It was amazing. (laughs) And so all night, she and I were just, like, giving each other a hard time. And so she would tell me to do things. And without question, Crendor, I would do them. She'd be like, all right, I need you to go over there and talk to the person at the bar and give them this piece of paper. Don't look at the paper. Give it to them, and you're going to get, 
some some like illegal narcotics for us. And I was like, okay, what do I do with those narcotics, boss? She's like, all right, what you gotta do? He's gotta drop it off at this point over here, and then we're gonna meet this. I was like, on it, boss. And so I was like all night doing missions that weren't real missions, but missions for this girl that was basically 2012 Dodger. It was I had so much fun just following orders of a thing that was insane. She's like, all right. That guy over there, he's causing a lot of trouble for me. I need you to go talk to him and see if you can dig up any information. I was like, on it, boss. And so I went over to this guy, and it was like another actor. He's like, what do you want? I was like, hey, man, I hear you got a, a hookup on that uh, shimmer out there. And he was like, maybe I do. I'm like, look, I'll do whatever it takes, man, to get some of that. And he's like, whatever it takes. I'm like, whatever it takes, man. What do you need? What do you need? And he's like, I need you to go break into this place. Say, like, I'll do it. So I'm like... Rigging open a lock on a door in like a corner of a room somewhere. <laughs> it was amazing. And I was like, this is so much fun. I am, I loved every minute of it. But it was because I bought into like, I am a low level gang member following orders. And I realized, frankly, I love following orders. I love being told what to do because it, I'm like, all right, I'll do that. And <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, yes, I will do that. <laughs> And maybe it's just, I think we've talked about this before. Maybe it's because just being the like person in charge for 10 years is a lot. And so being able to turn off the, like, what do we do next switch and just have someone else tell me what to do, even if it's mostly scripted things, I was like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> oh, all I do is just what I'm told. Yeah, and I was like a good, I was a good, trustworthy gang member. And it was great. I also realized that Riot has more money than God. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, it, so, like, this secret cinema thing, is with Secret Cinema and Riot, and it's an event. It's like two or so, three hours. But then, after that was over, a door opened, and I guess while we were in there doing that, there was a whole other area where League of Legends influencers were hanging out and playing all the new <laughs> Riot games that existed that they just announced, and there was a League tournament and all these different things. And then behind all of that was a giant-ass bar, and then a, a street that was set up to be like an alleyway in Piltover. And it was like every food you could think of had a stall. Every drink. And I'm not, when I say every drink, I mean every drink. They literally had a drink stand that made smoked whiskey. Oh, my God. They had like a weird pizza place that was like, hey, come on, get your pizza. I was mesmerized by this whole thing. At a certain point, the best part of the night is at a certain point, uh, a guy taps me on the shoulder. He's like, hey, man, can I interview you? And I was like, uh, sure. I have no idea what it's for. Still don't know what it's for. But this huge camera crew gathers around, and the first question out of their mouth was, all right, so what's your main champion? <laughs> Crandall, you know, I don't play League at all. You know oh, me. Yeah. I was like... <laughs> Well, it's so hard to choose. <laughs> I mean, you should have just picked someone from the show or something. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to do that. And so the guy's like, "Well, you know, how often do you play?" And I was like, "Well, I'm undefeated." And he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I played once and won, and have never played since." And he was like, "Oh," and you can tell everyone there was like, "Oh no!" So they started asking me about the show, and I at least know what I'm talking about there. But uh, it was pretty funny. They were like, "So who's your favorite champion?" I was like. He started off on the wrong foot, my man. You asked the wrong guy. I think they were like, oh, fat bearded dude. He's definitely a league player. <laughs> they were totally wrong. <laughs> Meanwhile, 
you know, going on my 12th year of League of Legends. Uh, you, great stuff. You, if you ever traveled, yep. they, had, they gave me a plus one. I, I took nobody. I went by myself. <laughs> yeah, but instead I uh, played League of Legends at home. Yeah, well. Uh, so it was, you know, uh, ever since I got to Platt, I haven't played as intensely, so that's been nice. I just played like some normals, although we've been doing some Clash. That's been fun. So you make a five-man team. So it's been like me, G-Mart, Lawman, Pluto. And uh, usually we'll fit in a fifth. It was supposed to be Sam yesterday. And he's like, oh, I'm playing Pokemon. And we're like, what? So we had to get uh, Zeus, who's another dude. Uh, well, yeah, no, we got we won two games, lost our like championship brand, and you get some skins. So that's pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, uh, Heimerdinger main. Live or die by the ding. Uh, also a trundle, trundle jungle. I get. I uh, <laughs> I find it hilarious that like now I know what you're talking about because Heimerdinger's in the show, so I like know what you mean now. When you say that to me before it was gibberish, now I'm like, oh, I recognize that. I mean, so, you recognize the character, be you know, you're yes, but at least I know more of what you're talking about than before, which was like, ah, he's saying words. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I know that there's probably a lot of people getting into league now because of the show, and so uh, all I, you know, all I can say is just welcome the welcome the endless <laughs> endless torture. But you know, after a while, it's pretty fun. Pain. I love when Sam plays league, and everyone's like, "Dude, you want to play something else?" And he's just like, "No." <laughs> like they they try his chat tries to get him to not play. I'm like, "You're not getting this man off this drug." He's hooked now. Yeah, it's like not for me, but that's all right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Even when even the losses, even everything, you're just you're just like, oh, let's play again. Like I said, it's like when we talked about league that one time. It's just it's a it's a drug, but I love that drug. Top tier. Well, apparently they're talking about making an MMO or something. That's gonna be weird. I don't know. I what think they're the literally making every type of game you can make. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yes, they are. Yeah. If they're like, we have 140 characters, I'm sure they can create something with it all. <laughs> uh, also, I wrote down another quote I was going to mention earlier. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, here's a quote. Uh, woman standing by her car. You could have just bought the frozen fucking turkey. I don't give a shit. Those are some people going through it, though. Like, you know. <laughs> you know, they probably spent too much money on, like, a fresh turkey. And it's like, what does it matter? Oh, yeah, that's Thanksgiving woes. Oh, Again, yeah. why I don't bother. My Thanksgiving, my parents are going out to eat. That's Thanksgiving. That's great. <laughs> you know, y'all doing too much. Like, I made a turkey. Like, get out of here. Well, we are cooking Thanksgiving and making a turkey. You're doing too much. Is it just the two of you or is it your family? That's our family, too. Oh, well, how many family people? So there's like seven of us. Well, see, all right, so there's seven total. That's yeah. a lot of people. Mm. That's you know that's turkey people, right? Yeah. Uh, if it's me and my parents, nah. Even if it was dating someone, and I was with my parents, I would be like, nah, we ain't, <laughs> we ain't cooking. <laughs> There's no reason. No, I like you. cooking though. I'm like a you know I'm like the food douche, so I, I'm a big like dude. We gotta, you know make some some fancy stuff, but at the same time, my dad's just like, I want Campbell's gravy. And I'm just like, all right, let's pour it into a thing. <laughs> <laughs> just want the Campbell's gravy. That's like my mom when it comes to uh, um, cranberry sauce. Oh, yeah. There's like a million 
types of, of actual fresh cranberry sauce out there. Mm-hmm. She's like, from the can. I want it to come out looking like the can it was in. Yeah. No, that's also my dad. He's just like, oh, where's the can cranberry? I'm like, we literally just made the Gordon Ramsay like cranberry recipe. Like uh, orange zest and everything. He's just like, it's not, it's not in the shape of a can. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, it comes I'll out looking like the can. can and it's cut into pieces <laughs> and like round circles. <laughs> it's just like, is that what you like? Yeah, I just, I don't understand. But who am I to judge? I, I tell people to eat a McRib with an apple pie on top of it. So what the hell, what the hell can that I say? That is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. I had my, uh, last week, I had my one McRib of the year. How was it? It was actually pretty good. So I was like, nice. Now I definitely don't have to eat another one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good for you're good for uh, another 12 months. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, the, you know, some of the other menu items I could just get whenever. You know, like the McCoxon, or uh, the McCrendor. You know, it's Big Mac and a McChicken. You get that year round. So, I mean, I, man, what did we create last time? I already forgot. I know that it had to do with a, uh, a shamrock shake. Yeah, it's the shamrock shake with the it's like coffee in it or something. I don't remember. <laughs> oh yeah, the, you get a coffee halfway, yeah. and then you pour the shamrock shake in that coffee. Oh my yeah. god! Although some people are like, that's already a thing. Yeah, but it's not for McDonald's. Yeah, it's not a McDonald's thing. Yeah, they 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 use uh, uh, apples and pork all the time, but it's not yeah. a McDonald's thing. Exactly. We're, we're trying to upscale McDonald's for y'all. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you do anything yeah, else this welcome. week? Me? Yeah. Nah. The most the most fun thing I did was Friday when I went out and did that thing. That was neat. I, I was really impressed by how they pulled it all off and was like, oh, I love this kind of stuff. So maybe I would love a Renaissance Fair if it was like... You know, people actually acted like they were from the Renaissance instead of like, Hello, me lord, would you like to buy me wares? <laughs> There's none of that. There's none of that at this thing. This thing was like an event where you went from like escape room to challenge to like you saw a fight break out. So like you were at the bar drinking and then like a scene would take place. And then, you know, there was like plot things from the show happening around you that was neat. Like that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, most Renaissance Fair stuff, at least from what I've seen, is just like, I dressed up like a pirate, and I'm at the Renaissance Fair taking photos. Like, that sucks. That's not fun. I'm sure people love it, but for me, I'm like, oh. So you're just, you're just like, cosplaying and, uh, like, drinking mead. Cool. Yeah, it's still pretty fun. <laughs> I guess. It's pretty fun. I mean, I, 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 I still haven't gone. You have to take... Yeah. We're gonna have to do a summer excursion. Yeah, we gotta do a summer show, and you can you can see it in the flesh. You can see the mud show happen live. I will plan our next show around when the Mud Brothers are in town. <laughs> Very good. And That's then we'll invite the, the Mud Brothers summer. to the show, <laughs> and they can they can be our opening act, an hour long Mud Brothers show. <laughs> and then we come out for like five minutes. Those were the Mud Brothers. All right, thanks for coming, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Well, speaking of Mud Brothers, boy, this is a transition. Let's talk about Tushy. Yep. Yep. You did it. I did it. Oh, my goodness. Hey, are you buying a lot of toilet paper for your family members? Right? Are you 
dealing with, uh, you know, just the, the number of ways to wipe your butt. So many ways. They got the wipes and stuff. Nah, 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 nah. Hello, Tushy. Is the bidet for you? We actually had a person message us on Twitter being like, brah. I went and got it, and it's great. That's because they are great. I don't understand why they're the way they are. I don't get how America isn't, like, up on this thing, but the rest of the world is. And Hellatoshi is here to make it so that you can get in on this clean bum technology as well. <laughs> Hellatoshi washes your bum with fresh water for a way better clean than toilet paper. You simply spray and pat it dry. Attaches to your existing toilet. No electrician or plumber is even needed. It installs in less than eight minutes. They've timed it. Cuts down your toilet paper use by 80%, saving you money and paper waste. And if you have a big family, I know that's a big part of your budget because all them peoples be pooping. Make the restroom your best room with complete tushy system, including the tushy bidet, ottoman, toilet brush, and tushy stand and tissues. Join the millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now who take care of their Yule Logs the dignified way. See, even the ad is goofy. And that's how I likes it. Give the gift of a clean bum this holiday season to yourself or to your loved ones and get 10% off plus free shipping right now at hellotushy.com slash cox. That's hellotushy.com. Slash Cox for 10% off and free shipping. And hey, again, if you're going to tweet at us and say you got it like like that one dude. Hey, by the way, thank you. Just also include at Hello Tushy so they know that it's us. And then they'll be like, ooh, these guys like to take care of the butt. And then I will proudly admit, I am a butt guy. That's true. What are we talking about? Hello Tushy. <laughs> yep. 10% off. HelloTushy.com slash Cox. Also, today we're brought to you by Me Undies. Me Undies are the undies that I have on me. The holidays are here. It's time to just hang out with family. Don't make dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and more importantly, deliver excellent, excellent gifts to your loved ones. And that's what it's about. It's the season of giving. And Me Undies is the perfect gift. Not just the undies, onesies loungewear, PJs. As we were talking about at the beginning, it's, you know, it's that cozy season. The temperature's going down. Me, I turn into hibernation mode. And I like a good, cozy outfit, especially some loungewear, let me tell you. With new classic plaid and holiday sweater prints, MeUndies is turning up the comfy this holiday season. Their undies, loungewear, sleepwear are made of soft, breathable, stretchy fabrics that are ideal for getting cozy by the fire with a hot cup of cocoa. Make the whole family smile with the matching set of PJs. Imagine waking up, opening those presents, and everyone is dressed in some me undies. Whatever you decide, everyone will be rolling into the new year comfier than before. Available in sizes extra small to 4XL, me undies has a little something for everyone on your list this year. Looking for more inspiration? Check out their holiday gift guide for all things cozy and comfy. MeUndies has an offer for you. Same offer they've always had, because frankly, it's a good one. If you're a first-time purchaser, you can get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. 
You don't have to go out. You don't have to like look for underwear at a store anywhere. You can just get it at MeUndies. 15% off your first order, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you aren't happy, they got you covered. MeUndies.com slash Crendor is the place to be. MeUndies.com slash Crendor. That's me. All right, let's jump to chapter number seven. This guy's Crendor. How's that traffic out there? Traffic out there is moving. You got cars, planes, trains, and automobiles. They are going here and there. They are preparing for the holiday season. And this sounds like one of those old-timey film things. <laughs> oh, God. Trains, planes, automobiles. These are the things that move society. Now, through the power of 1950s steam, we can propel locomotives to do what they do best. 1950 steam? <laughs> this steam has been harnessed by true 1950s plants, the greatest plants known to mankind. Also, uh, traffic's pretty, uh, pretty crazy. Back to you. Thanks, Grendor. 1950 steam. <laughs> I have a feeling that you're off about 100 years, but yeah, okay. Yeah, no, 1850s steam wasn't quite there. 1950s really renovated. They really, it took 100 years, but they really harnessed the awesome yeah. power of steam. That's when yeah. they got it done. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think that's Hamilton, steam. It gets the job done. I think that's part of it. <laughs> okay, let's go to weather. Okay, weather time. Weather time. Okay. <laughs> We have a weather request for the longest place name in Wales. It is called... They just want us to try and say this word. Oh, boy. Yes. Lanfair Pwlgwyn Gwlgwyn Gogri Shwar Dobwlanthi Solo Gogo Gogach. That sounds right. I'm sure there's there's a clip of someone on the internet saying it correctly, and I'm sure we're way off. Yeah, there it is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Gwyngil yeah, yeah. Gogori. Silagogogogok. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Damn, it's well, so Well, you know, it's, they're going to say it like... It's going to be something like that. Yes. I'm. Yes. I've definitely heard... There's a YouTube clip, for sure, of a dude... Uh, uh, like a weather reporter pronouncing it. 100%. I know this for sure. Oh, yeah, there is. I see it right here. Google it yourself. <laughs> it's like go go go. That sounds like a casting a spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let's check the weather there. Uh, of course, we're going to be using the American weather system. Forty-four degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, you got partly cloudy, only one mile an hour wind gusts. Not too bad. Uh, tonight, it's going to be 41, few clouds, low 41, winds northeast at 10 to 20 miles an hour. Tomorrow, high of 49, partly cloudy skies, high of 49, 10, 5 to 10 mile an hour winds from the north. Tomorrow night, Monday night, 75% chance of rain, few showers in the evening, starting steady, uh, going overnight, 80% uh, chance of rain overnight, it gets a little crazier. Uh, then, additional conditions, 30 point. Four inches of pressure, 10 miles of visibility, 35 on the dew point, 67% humidity, and we got ourselves a waning gibbous moon. Uh, checking the 10-day, you've got mail. 
Uh, uh-huh. yeah. Is 50... that my ten day forecast? That's <laughs> accurate. The most accurate I've ever received. That's true. Uh fifty on Tuesday, forty eight Wednesday, both with rain. Thursday, no rain, but very windy at forty five. Then you got your rain forty six, rain forty five, rain forty five, rain forty nine, rain forty eight. So a lot of rain and a lot of uh cool temperatures. Yeehaw. Alright. Let's go to sports. Sports. Welcome to the sports desk. We have sports. Yes. Uh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't sound confident at all. Uh well you never know. Sometimes you got sports, sometimes you don't. Uh Patriots beating the Falcons. Uh, Ravens beating the Bears, Vikings beat the Packers, sad times, Colts destroyed the Bills, that was a bad one, Browns barely beat the Lions, Washington beat the Panthers, Texans beat the Titans somehow, 49ers beat the Jaguars, Dolphins beat the Jets, Eagles beat the Saints, Bengals currently beating the Raiders, Chiefs currently beating the Cowboys and the Cardinals currently beating the Seahawks, we got Steelers, Chargers tonight, Giants, Buccaneers tomorrow. Uh, over in basketball, currently playing. Clippers are beating the Mavericks in the fourth quarter. The later we got Lakers, Pistons, Knicks, Bulls, Nuggets, Suns, and Raptors, Warriors. A look at the standings. We got the Nets at the top with the Wizards, Bulls, and Heat right behind. In the West, you got the Warriors at the top with the Suns and the Jazz right behind. Then we go take a look at the NHL standings. Panthers up the top. You got Hurricanes up the top. Capitals right behind. You got the Wild and the Jets tied at the top. And you got the Oilers up the top with the Flames right behind. And that is uh, the sports. Okay. What's our fact of the day? If you're looking for a fact of the day, let me tell you. I am. I'm here for it. (laughs) I've got you a fact that's going to make it go, what? What? I haven't (laughs) said it yet. I can't say what. Exactly. It's going to make you say what. (laughs) All right. I'm waiting. A human could swim through a blue whale's veins. Yo. I mean, I guess I have to believe that because they're so big. Yeah. You would like, die, though, but, like, <laughs> yeah. wild, you could do it, I guess. That is true. You could do it. What it kind would be of wild. human? Like a child human? Uh, let's find out. The blue whale's largest living creature. It's even larger than most dinosaurs. The biggest blue whales can be over 100 feet in length and weigh more than 100 tons. Their hearts alone can weigh 1,300 pounds and are the size of a small car. Unsurprisingly, blue whales have enormous arteries, which pump blood through their massive hearts into their vital organs. These are so big that a fully grown human can swim through them. That's, I mean, that's pretty neat, admittedly. Yeah. It actually is a really cool fact. Like, the, just imagine. Like it's an it's, insane fact. It's a fact that does not matter, but, like, yeah, yeah. the concept that's, is cool. Yeah, it's like some, uh, it's like magic school bus. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes exactly. The idea of <laughs> shrinking down and going through someone's body is always cool. And this is like, you don't even have to shrink down, bro. Yeah. You're, you're literally primed and ready to go. So, yeah, that's a, that's a cool fact of the day. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. All right, what's our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. Big, big news. <laughs> um, 
Bald eagle swoops in to steal Florida man shark. What the? Sh- okay, there are layers. I'm always here for a good layered story. <laughs> yep. Here we go. With sunset on the horizon, Chad Wisdom. <laughs> Why do they start it like this? <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> Uh, Chad it was the Riz- best of times. It was the worst of times. <laughs> uh, Chad Risman and his uncle Darren Vick had waited all day for one bite. We're just sitting there talking. Line got tight and slack, Darren recalled. With that nibble, they reeled in an unforgettable fishing tail. I was reeling it in. My uncle was going to grab the line, Chad said. As the leader is coming up, I said I'd get a hold of the shark, Darren continued. But before Darren could continue, a bald eagle swept in and claimed the shark as its own. The way everything lined up, the sun said I couldn't have even asked for a better time, said Chad. The family grabbed their phones and captured the moment on the Dunedin Causeway. The the Dunedin Causeway is from Lord of the Rings. (laughs) That's what I was like. The Dunedin, that's Lord of the Rings, the Dunedin. Take the, the Dunedin hell? Causeway. <laughs> Orcs patrol the Dunedin Highway. <laughs> you must beware, Frodo Baggins. <laughs> and then there's like an 18-minute shot of them running. <laughs> that's not, a, that's not an orc. That's a man on methamphetamines. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you're right. Still, still, still watch out. <laughs> Uh, it's just like, it's just like brushing the greatness of the country all into one picture and one experience. They cut the line short and got the line and hook away from the eagle. I think they did a great job. Could have been a lot worse. Oh, wait, could have been a lot worse, said Kim Begway with the Clearwater Audubon Society for Birds of Prey. Uh, here is the man, the myth, the legend that caught it. Where is this guy? I don't see him yet. Yeah, that dude, here's the thing. Looks like he could be my family. He kind of does, yeah. That guy is 100% a cox. I don't care what his last name is. That guy's a cox. He also looks like he'd be, uh, his name would be like Uncle Chad, even though. Time out. The man has a Jimmy John's hat on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Uncle Jimmy Jim. Jimmy John's. Uncle Jim Cox. Jim Cox. Jimmy John Cox. <laughs> yeah. That's my boy. <laughs> uh,. Let's see. Begay knows that Eagle, as Eugene first rescued in Bradenton in 2017 after fracturing her leg. First time she broke her leg, she was in rehab for about eight months. And she was in rehab in a very critical time when she would be learning how to hunt and following her parents' hunt. Eugene appears to now be looking for easy meals. If Eugene or any other bird is hooked, Begay says to follow these steps. If you hook a bird by accident or the bird has line wrapped around them, don't cut the line, leaving the bird with long amounts of line trailing. You have to reel, remove, and release. If not, a bird can end up in serious trouble. If you aren't comfortable getting the hook out on your own, uh, call the Raptor Center. What? Yeah, because that's a bird. Birds are raptors. I guess you're right. The worst thing that could happen is for the eel to fly away with a hook inside of her and trailing line with 15, 20 feet because she... When she perches on things, she could end up hanging herself. Jesus. Uh, For Eugene and Chad, it was just another chance encounter. I used to identify as a Utah man, but I'm definitely a Florida man, smiled Chad. I mean, (laughs) 
I'm looking at the picture. It checks out. <laughs> He's not wrong. Does check out. That's Uncle Jimmy John Cox. Jimmy John Cox. Shark. He caught a shark. It's here's the thing. It's a baby shark. It is a baby shark, dude. It's like a little tiny baby shark. I was wondering how an eagle like swooped down and was like, You're mine, Jaws. <laughs> but I will say, what's more American than an eagle killing a shark? Frankly, that's that's proof of God's providence over this great <laughs> nation of ours. That eagle killed a shark, dude. dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's America. And that's our show. That's it, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in or listening or however you enjoy this podcast. Credo, hit them with the socials. We've got socials. YouTube.com slash Credor Podcast. Over on YouTube, you can find all the episodes there. You can also find us on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, if you search Cox and Crendor, also if you do YouTube.com slash Cox and Crendor, instead of adding the podcast on the end, you'll find all the funny haha animations. Uh, also, you can follow our own stuff. We're YouTube.com Jesse Cox, YouTube.com Crendor, Twitter Jesse Cox, Twitter Crendor, Twitch Jesse Cox, Twitch Crendor, Patreon Jesse Cox, Patreon Crendor, Facebook Jesse Cox, Facebook Crendor, Instagram Notorious Cox, Instagram Crendor was taken, and yo uh, yo. Okay. We'll see you next time, and as always, to be continued.